0: Hey there, Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to The Barado Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Barado, where we talk about health, happiness, and anything else that's important to us humans. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast by visiting thebarado.com or just click the little subscribe button wherever you listen to the podcast. And be sure to check out my Instagram, at thebarado, for all the latest videos and content. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode.
1: It's just funny. It's funny. You know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how.
0: Come here, come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, see? Who are you? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Are you ready? All right, ladies and gents, hello, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Barada Podcast. Uh, Today's a fun one. I get a chance to interview Jeff Dawoskin comedian, and podcast host. He has been known as the Midwest Lounge Letterman, where he'll interview on his podcast pop culture influencers, uh, TV stars, film actors, comedians, even musicians who share inspirational stories uh, about their life and the road to success. Uh, he goes actually really deep into uh, some funny and insightful conversations uh, that's part drama and part comedy, but either way, it's always entertaining. You can check him out at jeffisfunny.com and again check out his podcast live from detroit the jeff dawaskin show Uh, again that's jeffisfunny.com or you can just search jeff dawaskin on all platforms but before we get into today's episode i do again want to thank our sponsors as always they keep the podcast going but do me a favor take some time take a look at these sites i give you because these sponsors um they're just great products and uh, i would never promote uh, you guys should know me by now i would never promote a product that I don't believe in or I don't use myself. So if you follow my Instagram, you know that I use all these products and I support them and believe them. And uh, I encourage you, if you want to try them out, use my discount code. Uh, you'll get in between 10 to 20% off. Uh, some of these products just so you could try them out by listening to this podcast and you know of course it helps support the podcast as well so that's that's huge but i do want to thank our friends over at super fat Uh, obviously if you guys don't know if you don't follow me on instagram i talk about these guys all the time because i just love their products i'm obsessed with all their nut butters and what's great about you know super fat is you know one of the biggest things people typically ask me is how i stay you know so healthy and disciplined by not eating you know cake and brownies and shit like that all the time (laughs) Uh, because you know it is one of the hardest things right to eat healthy there's a lot of great food out there that is just horrible for you um, because it tastes good. But you know, it tastes good. So it's kind of tempting, right? Well, cool thing with super fat is they'll allow you to kind of eat that food that quote unquote, isn't that good for you. They actually have a lot of products that are keto and vegan friendly. So they taste just as good as those other companies that are full of ingredients that we don't even know how to pronounce. But super fat has these great uh, brownie mixes and pancake mixes that are, you know, actually keto friendly, and there's just a couple ingredients, so you know what's in it, and you know it's a lot healthier than that other bullshit that's out there. And they even have keto cookie bites, you know, flavors like chocolate chip, and they even have snickerdoodle, which is a is a really cool uh, holiday favorite that's coming up. So, you know, they have nut butters, which you see me post about all the time because they're just a great little snack, and I'm obsessed with nut butters. They have all types of flavors. You can check them out at superfat.com. You're going To get 10% off just by listening to the show, you can use the code berardo10, and again, that's superfat.com. So, thank you, superfat. We appreciate you guys. Uh, obviously, we're t- talking about the holidays, right? With the holidays coming up, and man, the second wave of the pandemic, it is getting crazy again to get out there with a mask and deal with all that. Bullshit. So, just like Amazon, I like to order a lot of stuff from home. A lot of our groceries, we either go to the store and just pick them up, right? You order them online. But most of our products, uh, including like the pasta uh, that I use, uh, sauces, salsa, canned goods, uh, our paper towels, our candles that my wife uses, everything we typically get that you see is from Public Goods. And if you guys don't know Public Goods, Public Goods is the one-stop shop for affordable, sustainable, and healthy household products. They have everything from home living to personal care, even your, you know, premium daily pantry staples that you're going to get anyway. But now it's all in one place at publicgoods.com. Uh Public Goods has really done a great job searching the globe to find clean and healthy eco-friendly products, just like organic pesto sauce, and they have tree-free paper products as well. Tons of really cool stuff at publicgoods.com, and if you want a discount, you can use the code tonypga at checkout and you're going to get a huge discount on your orders. And again, just like Amazon, It's a subscription-based model, but what's cool about it is it's such a low cost for each of the items. As long as you do one order, (laughs) you're going to make your money back for the entire year. Check out publicgoods.com. Again, use the code TONYPGA. You're going to get a discount. So, again, thank you, Public Goods. Okay, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Jeff's just a real cool guy to talk to, and I've been on his show a couple times. But it was International Podcast Day, uh, which is a real thing. Yes, it is. I think every day is, is some type of day. But on September 30th, it was International Podcast Day. So uh, I wanted to have Jeff on the show. We talk about how we uh, both started a podcast, why you should maybe start a podcast, and how to do it, and also some tips and tricks along the way. But we also get into a lot of other stuff too, so it's a lot of fun. But I think you're going to enjoy this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Dwoskin. Hey, everybody say hello to Jeff. Um, I usually do like the pre-intro and everything and beforehand, but no, nah, man, thanks for, thanks for coming on. I figured, and because of your post, I mean, I, I remember international podcast day, but subconsciously this morning I was like, eh, whatever, I'm scrolling through it. And then I saw your post on Facebook and I was like, oh fuck it is. Cause I had this whole plan of like doing a podcast later this weekend, uh, with a few folks, but it's better to do it on podcast day. It's kind of hypocritical not to do a podcast on podcast day.
1: Well, today is the day we're supposed to celebrate. So we're working now, we're not celebrating. We're, we're to be celebrated, but, right. um, yeah, it's frustrating. You know, I follow trends pretty close cause I'm on Twitter a lot and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, sure. what makes like a day like this hard is like everyone uses different hashtags. So like on Twitter international hash podcast day is being promoted by Spotify, which means they paid like hundreds of thousand dollars right. to promote it on Twitter. But then podcast day, is being is the number one trend with an emoji which means twitter is pushing that and then i saw a national podcast day oh it's like oh, come on people yeah, it's don't, don't be so usa <laughs> 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 there's uh or whatever country you're in i guess right. you know it's we can be international we can come together yeah as one world.
0: let's at least agree there's on like something three, as stupid as three.
1: that <laughs> It's so stupid. so there's three yeah the tv together it's two like you know the emmys will put like their emmys Hashtag Emmys 2021 on the TV. That is an indication that says, yeah. this is where we'd like the conversation to be. Right. And it's like, people don't understand. Don't make up your own hashtag. Don't start, because now the conversations are in three different places. Right. If the conversations were all in one place, then everything could elevate.
0: A person that wants to start a podcast or something like that. And in order for you to find content, especially around this day, and that's the cool thing with hashtags that people don't understand. Like you see, you know, these hashtags where people just put hashtag. Yes. It's like, that doesn't, that's not the purpose of hashtags. The purpose of hashtag is like to find a topic and to follow that trend. I mean, that's the whole idea of it. So yeah, it is frustrating. And I didn't even realize how many, cause it got me down this wormhole. I don't know if you ever did this, when it comes to like the international hashtags or the international days, but every single day there's 365 international days, you know, like yesterday I think was international coffee day. And then the day before it was something else. Like every day is an international day. Like we're going to, we have no more days left.
1: It's interesting because we, I used to do social media for a billion dollar company. That's just me dropping credentials, but the, um,
0: for no shameless plug.
1: So, but, um, we would use those days sometimes cause you knew they would trend sure. to create content around. So oh, yeah. you can actually, there's called a national calendar of days. You can actually subscribe and every day it'll send you everything that's going on. The thing that you have to look out for, if you're a brand, um, as an individual, it doesn't matter, but as a brand, like international podcast day, that version of it may have been created by Spotify. I don't know. Mm. I'm just saying, <clears throat> they put a lot of money behind it. So sometimes brands make up hashtags that can seem innocuous. So if if I'm Apple podcasts and I go and use the international podcast, Day hashtag, but it was actually created by Spotify.
0: Then yeah, you're going to run into,
1: you you don't want to do that as a brand, you know, um, if you're a different brand, a non-competing brand, you can consider it. But so you got to kind of watch out for some things like that, but it's interesting. Yeah. There's a million things. I, I go at a level deeper, Tommy. Ooh, I, talk to me. I have my browsers at the different countries. Whoa. So I watch what's trending in other countries. UK and Canada are indicative. They're different, but Canada's close. Sometimes there's a lot of overlap. So if people are talking about the same thing with different hashtags in different countries, I'll I'll use another hashtag. No <laughs> shit, just
0: to up. hop on that, countries. Yeah, that's smart. That's it's called cool.
1: trend jacking. It's called trend jacking.
0: Oh, nice! And it's that's a very politically non-aggressive way to say it. <laughs> yeah, it is. you just hop on. So that's why, like, we have to
1: be careful though, too. An individual or, or a brand. And this is not a brand conversation, but like it's just eh. frame of reference, because the funny stories are always brands. Of but so. if it's like yeah. a, if it's a disguised Me Too tag, I don't mean disguised, meaning it's a a tag about people talking about Me Too, but it's yeah. you know the biggest challenge or something like that. Sure. And then Pizza Hut jumps on, is it, fitting all this pizza in my mouth, right? So you have to, so the, the lesson, I guess, I'm getting my point across, trying to get my point across is, before you trend, Jack, taking okay. the great advice I just gave you, and somebody who's run billion dollar companies. That's the uh,
0: <laughs> And you, you the, could get uh, all this, is, you, you can- know,
1: jump, You gotta know what you're jumping into.
0: Yeah, and you can get all this uh, pointless, but useful information on the Jeff Tawaskin podcast. And uh, I had the pleasure of being on Crossing the Streams last night, which is always fun, which I think was the fourth time I was on it. So uh, definitely check that out. But I, I think I uh, I have the the belt for the uh, the most – or the person with the most uh, times on the show, right? Special guests on the show. At least we're going to say that because this is my podcast. So yeah, I yeah, say so what I are, want.
1: Yep, four is the record. Yes. So – so. so.
0: I'm holding the belt. and um, I don't know what that gets. I'm still waiting on that, but I'm sure I get something nice. So you
1: get a, and a very nice paper plate award coming your way. Oh, exciting. <laughs>
0: um, so the reason I, I, I was gonna do a solo podcast and then have a couple people on like one of my first guests that I had on and ship, but uh, I kind of wanted to use this opportunity to share a real quick elevator pitch of why I started a podcast. And then I was super curious because, you know, I, I know you're uh, a comedian and you've worked for a uh, billion dollar companies, another drop there. So I want to make sure uh, people that are listening, if they want to start a podcast, they can maybe take snippets from each of ours and potentially start their own. Because I think there's no such thing as a, I don't want to say there's no such thing as a bad podcast because I have heard bad podcasts. However, to that person or that individual or maybe a group of people or a group of friends, that might be... The greatest thing ever. And, you know, I don't think people understand that starting a podcast or a blog or something like that, as long as it's useful information for you and you enjoy it, and it's a form of expression for you. I don't think there's a bad podcast out there. Um, you might not get as many viewers as a Joe Rogan ever, but that's okay. That, that's not really the goal of uh, most podcasts. I think people like myself, I started in my bedroom uh, in a studio by myself. This was probably, I don't know, three years ago. And I had my iPhone and just the regular mic. This was before AirPods, you know, when you actually had the wires like some weirdo, right? And I I put that on, and I just started venting. You know, I was talking about work and uh, not name-dropping where I worked, but I was talking about uh, what I did that day, uh, you know, some bullshit that I, I dealt with with a coworker and a family member. And I was just kind of venting, and then eventually kind of molded into giving advice, like fitness advice and stuff. And that was just through my phone on the voice memo app. And I just uploaded that to my website. And that's just how easy it is to start a podcast. Um, you don't have to do all this research into Spotify and Apple because if you have a website, essentially you could just, now every website that I know, like Squarespace and all those, WordPress, they all have audio platforms that you could just upload any audio. And you put in what's called an RSS feed, right? And then that automatically goes out as long as you submit those credentials to Apple, Spotify, iHeart, etc. And automatically, every time you post that, boom, it's it's immediately uploaded. It takes about four to six hours, depending on the app, but it'll be uploaded yourself. Or you can do something like Anchor, which is great. I have another podcast on Anchor that uh, it's called Eating Both Sides. Uh, shameless plug. Uh, it's a documentary that I'm working on. But we do a podcast there, and it's literally just talking on the phone. And I uploaded everything through anchor.fm. So there's uh, there's so many there's so many great podcasts out there to listen to and um i think people should get a little bit more expressive when it comes to this stuff because so far the one thing i really enjoy about podcasts is there's nothing in well i don't want to say there's nothing because spotify i think is changing a little bit of their terms and conditions but there's not a whole lot of companies out there uh that host these platforms these podcast platforms that are censoring people yet but youtube was like that a while ago and now they just launched that so um, that to me is the, the exciting part about podcasting is it's two guy, two guys or two girls in a room or a group of people, whatever, but you could just talk and have conversations uncensored live if you wanted to, and you could just talk and, you know, podcasts right now aren't getting censored. And I think that's, that's very positive And we need that nowadays. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I think they're not getting censored because no one's listening. I, what I mean by that is, <laughs> <It's> probably, <right? laughs> you know, it's like, it's not, Yeah, you, have to, you can't be offended if you didn't hear it. Well, the things that you do hear about, yeah, I mean, you hear about like podcasts, but no, you know, you hear about Mark Maron, WTF, great podcasts, rewatchables, great podcasts, but they don't, it doesn't go deeper than that. Joe Rogan, you hear about him being anti-vax and talking about horse medicine to treat COVID, <laughs> right. one because he does have a large voice, and he's specifically talking. I mean, he talks for four hours. That's sure. thirty seconds, right? So,
0: yeah. and there's a lot of. C-
1: in, they're picking and choosing what they want to exactly um, do it. And then the people at Spotify because of the current culture are getting upset that it's now affiliated with Spotify because right. they're paying him a hundred billion dollars. Right. Yeah. If it was just a normal podcast and he was just getting his advertisers, there wouldn't be that one-to-one connection. Spotify would be like, we're just pushing the feed, you know, blah, blah. Right. But,
0: um, yeah. And I'd be interested to know your take on that too. Like, where do you see, cause I, I heard Apple's going to start, doing things like this as well, making exclusive, um, you know, picking up exclusive podcasts. So I'm curious if that's a good thing, um, just for the platform as well, because I know Spotify is also going to start, they started with Rogan, and they're going to do full video platforms, kind of like YouTube. But that's kind of, it's funky waters, right? Because just like how YouTube started, and it it was, it was okay at first. But then when you become so big, and there's so many people on there, as a company like Spotify, you kind of, you got to be careful because now you're not just like the middle guy pushing the content. Now you're actually the exclusive company that's employing this individual or these individuals. And that, that's where it gets a little squirrely, right? Where there's some control. Now you're
1: ABC or if it's ABC with the Roseanne program. Oh, that's right. And having to deal with, the the Connors made to that, that woman that worked for Obama. Right. So now there's that direct connection, right? If it was just streaming on YouTube, it's like <laughs> once you're tied to it, you have to make a choice if you're going to accept that as something that's connected to your brand or not. But I would imagine that for if someone gave me fifty million dollars a year, Spotify, you know, it's like to make the right choice. I mean, it's, like, it's just it seems like a pretty, pretty easy decision to
0: make. Yeah, that's serious. Yeah, it's but, getting it's getting crazy because they even picked up uh, Dax Shepard too. I know he's exclusive on Spotify. Tons of other. Uh, podcast but it's it's crazy to see them grow into such a crazy podcast platform and I think they might even be the number one uh, well I I think Apple's still beating them just because of the the massive amount of content that Apple has as opposed to the exclusive content that Spotify has but yeah it's interesting man I mean where where did you first start your podcast because obviously you've done a lot before any podcast you started but kind of what encouraged you to to start one and what are they about? And feel free to toss in some shameless plugs.
1: No, So originally, I bought all my original equipment in 2017. I was going to start a podcast. It was going to be called Viral Intentions. And it was going to be based on social media. So it was going to be all about social media tips and tricks and how to go viral. Viral intentions. Clever, right? It's cute. It was was a spin on cruel intentions, but I thought it was like, oh. Great movie,
0: by the way. Yeah.
1: I mean, I made an intro and an outro. I had a logo made. I had everything ready to go. Um, and then <laughs> I I just got lazy. I didn't do it. <laughs> had it had on my desk for probably two years. And then my um, wife made me put it in a box. And then when the pandemic hit, it took me a month to find the box. Then it took me weeks to get my friend Nate Armbruster to come over and reconnect the wires. I'm like, with wires and stuff, I'm like, like with a car. Let me explain it, like with a car. Yeah. I can put the key in the car and I can start the car. Anything beyond that, not me, right? Can't do it, yeah. Need help. So he set it up. It's a strict rule. Don't touch daddy's stuff in the basement. (laughs) So now it's March 2020. April, 2020, March, April, 2020, pandemics in full swing. I'd actually just gotten permission to do the podcast. I'd asked my work. Is it okay if I do a podcast? I'm not going to talk about work. It has nothing oh, to do with work. Yeah. But I was told, uh, all of a sudden I'm going to start broadcasting. I should probably get permission, which I did.
0: Nice. So the only good thing my boss ever did for me there was say, yeah, sure. But I don't care. I can. not
1: So, nice.
0: um, So yeah, by the way, side note, I'm going to definitely do that in my, my next job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I go, I get everything set up. I'm putting it all together. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, it's a pandemic. People are like dying all of a sudden. I can't launch a promotion called viral intention. (laughs) Oh yeah. Didn't even think about that.
0: (laughs) That that clever name became dangerous. Very quickly.
1: so I quickly. I named it the Jeff Dewaskin show, and that's how I launched. I eventually changed the name of the show to Live from Detroit, the Jeff Dewaskin show, to give it more of a kind of like, okay, this is a humorous thing, and nobody knows who Jeff Dewaskin is. I understand that. And so <laughs> but it was meant to like be, oh, okay, Saturday night live, you know, vocal little Saturday night Live-ish type thing. It's humorous. I'm gonna have celebrity guests, mm-hmm. and it's it's gonna be a fun show, right? So so that's that's it evolved into that over time. Also, I didn't want to majorly change the name of the show. So I just (laughs) penned it. Yeah, just you were
0: like me, you got super creative and just used our names and added podcasts.
1: Eventually, if I were to become famous, I could just, you know, then I could reemphasize the Jeff Dewaskin part. But genius. Uh you know, my Twitter and Instagram are Jeff Dewaskin show, you know, that kind of thing. So it's still my show. So it's sort of like I thought it was a good combination. But anyway. So I was still kind of nervous. And one of my friends, Sal D'Amelio and Bob Phillips show was a guest. Um, I actually just tweeted them a thank you 10 minutes ago or before this, sh- I got on with you. And they're on Crossing the Streams with me. Not last night, but normally. Yeah, normally. And so um, it kind of gave me the confidence. I don't want to go like, I don't want to say because it sounds wrong. Go, oh, they can do it. I can do it. <laughs> That sounds wrong. But it just kind of like, it it was the last mental hurdle I had to get through. Sure. So I sat down and I made my first three, um, podcasts. I did three cause I heard you had to have three for apple to pick you up. So I wanted to launch with three. I also, when it was under the assumption, even if that's not true, I don't want to spend all this time promoting my first podcast. I don't want to spend all this time promoting my podcast to my friends and family and only have one episode. Right. Right. So And you want
0: to make sure they can find you on a big platform, and Apple is, you know, the mecca, right?
1: So, right, exactly, exactly. I, plus, it felt real to me to be there. Uh, I know you said you use Anchor. I would always give the advice not to use Anchor. It's only cost five dollars in uh, most places like Libsyn, where I use it. If, if you're not paying, then they own you. So right. it's in Libsyn. I'm sure still has some stuff, but you're giving them away too much of your creative by just handing it to them just to save $5 a month. That's right. It's not expensive. We live in a, an amazing world where things are not that expensive anymore. It's, true. So, uh, it's your creative thing. things. So, yeah. yeah. I that use for,
0: life. for this podcast, I use WordPress cause I've had them for years and that's attached to a uh, blueberry um, or blueberry berry. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you just upload that and that's included with the site, but then they wouldn't let me do two podcasts, two RSS feeds in one site. So I was like, yeah, just do, I'll do Anchor. But yeah, that's, I did read that in the Terms and Conditions. I'm one of the rare ones that actually read that. And yeah, they, you know, they could boot you if they wanted to anytime. So um, yeah, the, the Eating Both Sides thing is kind of, that documentary is like a temporary podcast. We do like one episode every month or something like that. It's mainly, we're starting to film this documentary. Uh, pre-pandemic, we did a lot, but now we're starting to get a little bit more aggressive with it. So um, That's cool yeah no it's fun it's a documentary about because i eat primarily plant-based but i haven't always been eating plant-based and a lot of my friends and my family in particular eat you know just the standard american diet and i think there's so many documentaries out there that uh to the contrary of what we normally eat they say hey you should be vegan and you should stop hurting animals and and there's you know a lot of merit to that and that's true and we should probably calm the fuck down but all these documentaries are so biased like I don't know if you ever watched like uh, What the Health or Cowspiracy or um, that one that Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Cameron produced. Um, I don't think there's such know. a
1: thing as an uh, as a unbiased documentary.
0: That's right. Well, and that's the what whole
1: thing with someone from <laughs> a point of view, unless you literally had yeah. Lindsey Graham and um AOC making a documentary together on the same yeah. topic, then maybe you could say both sides have been covered here that's right
0: and, <laughs> Otherwise, and it's it's somebody's opinion exactly and we've actually been offered uh, funding for it by you know a lot of plant-based experts and stuff but we didn't want to do that so we're doing everything on our own because we are going to show both sides we're going to show a plant-based lifestyle as well as you know you can eat meat you just got to do it in a way that makes a lot of sense for your health and we're gonna we're interviewing experts and doctors and chefs that you know, specialize on both sides. So we're literally going to have, I don't know the runtime yet, obviously, but let's say it's an hour of plant-based info and there's going to be an hour of, you know, the American diet info. So we're not going to have it be so biased. In the, the
1: this is where people. I think the plant thing goes wrong. They spend too much time trying to make plant food that tastes or resembles meat. or is reminiscent of meat food like oh this chicken nugget you're not gonna believe this yeah. this impossible burger it tastes just like like meat and it's like well i think like i could be more swayed if you not you yeah you know, if, if the uh the plant industry the plant right. lobby to yeah. just create some awesome freaking yeah foods that were in that genre and that would sway me over i'm not i don't need because when i eat an impossible burger i'm like this is a not good burger Right, yeah, it's- It's almost close. You have to put so much shit on it and then it's like, this is pretty damn close. Yeah, it's like- (laughs) But the reality of like eating an impossible burger or these fake chicken nuggets, it's no healthier for you than eating meat. You're just not eating meat. And so I think it's sort of a kind of a misdirect to say you should be healthy and be plant-based. When you eat the impossible burger, it's just as shitty for you as eating a burger You're just not. Just didn't kill a cow. That's right. That's all you just didn't do. You're still killing yourself, probably. (laughs) Right.
0: But you didn't kill a cow. And the the problem with with all these impossible beyond meat and all that and and again the issue is they're so new, it's going to take us decades to figure out if it is detrimental to our health and it's going to be so hard to measure just like it is eating meat. I mean, you know, if you and I eat meat for twenty years. If we die of a heart attack, we don't know if it's meat or if it's because we just don't exercise, if we have too much soda, like there's so many factors. So we'll never know if this impossible and beyond meat or any food is is bad for you. And that's kind of the issue to your point is we just don't know what it's doing to us. And if you had to eat something, it's better to know what it is. So all this shit that you're seeing in the beyond and the impossibles is, is there's a lot of oils, there's a lot of stuff you can't pronounce and you know, no different than canned foods and canned items. Like if you're going to eat vegetables and you're going to eat corn and spinach, well, don't buy it canned, buy it fresh. Like that's a plant-based meal. And that's kind of the whole idea of, of this thing is, you know, there, there's a difference between eating plant-based and eating this, what I call vegan fast food. Cause that's exactly what it is. It's, you know, it's hopping on the trend. Like even McDonald's just posted something today. I put on Facebook where they just came out with the McPlant. Have you seen that? No,
1: but Little Caesars had plantaroni. I I don't. Which I don't. It's the same idea, though. I'll I'll go off on the same tangent I had when I heard the name. Nobody wants to eat a plant. (laughs) Nobody eats a cow, right? (laughs) Yeah. Nobody. So it's like I'm not gonna. Oh, this pizza. It's plant. I I don't. I don't. I don't want that. That doesn't sound good. If it's a non-meatless option, great. But don't use the word plant. Right. I. I, Nothing. I'm supposed to picture myself eating a ficus. I mean, it's just. (laughs) It doesn't even make sense to me. It just, I mean, it's a clever, nobody eats clever puns, I guess is what I'm getting to. Yeah. It's like, but that's the whole point though. If like, and if you look at like plantaroni versus the other one, it's very close. The nutrition things are almost identical. Yeah. You know? You're just not eating meat. But if you don't want to eat meat, why do you want to eat a fake pepperoni? I yeah. I mean, it just Don't eat sense. fake
0: meat.
1: Yeah, it's exactly. like, just eat something else, you know, yeah. eat a vegetarian thing. I love veggie stuff, but I need something good. Right.
0: It's got to taste yeah.
1: good. Yeah, It's got to be hearty. You know yeah. what I mean? Right?
0: I mean, it's like you ever, you know, if I always tell people, if you're having an issue eating a lot of meat and you want to cut down meat, it's good to try that stuff to beyond and impossible, like try it for a couple days, but then that's it. It shouldn't be an everyday thing because again, you just don't know. There's a reason we don't eat Snickers bars every day, right? Like you don't know really for what's yourself, in it. <laughs> Some of us don't. They are good though. But um yeah, so that, that that'll be interesting. So that that's a that's another reason why I love the uh, the podcast platform is because you can spread all this information and you could do it in a way to where people man, especially nowadays, whether you're at home or you're working out. Um I've been infatuated with podcasts for years, and that's another big reason why I wanted to start one is because I'm I hear some of this stuff and I'm like, dude, if they could do this shit. <laughs> I could do it. And I always looked around my buddies like when they would come over and we'd have a couple of drinks and we'd hang out, kind of like you know your show, Crossing Streams, um, which is live every Wednesday. Uh, is It's so cool to just sit around and shoot the shit. And the fact that you can actually record it, put it out in the universe and look at it a year from now, 10 years from now, show it to your kids and your family. There's something special in that. And I think a lot of us have those conversations with friends and family. And then you walk away the next day, you're like, fuck, we didn't record any of that. You know, that's what a podcast is. I mean, you're just capturing
1: That's you why know, th- that Clubhouse, I didn't understand Clubhouse. Oh yeah. Yes. Some, some people got popular in Clubhouse and all that, but none of it exists. Right. Only the concept of this person's popular on Clubhouse exists, but there's nothing tangible. I can go and watch someone's tonight show from 30 years ago. I can't hear one thing they did on Clubhouse. No. And to me, I started to do a show on Clubhouse and I was like, oh man, I just had a really good conversation. And it's over and three people showed up and I don't have that recorded. And if you were, and so it's like, it seemed like a waste. Are you even allowed to record it? Uh, maybe now you can can tell them the, um, so it's interesting. Like I started my podcast, you know, that's just me interviewing people and it's evolved and originally, you know, some of the ideas, if you listen to the early, I always say, say, if you listen to my podcast backwards, you're like, why is Jeff getting worse? (laughs) Right, so <laughs> that's I, how it I, is, I, yeah. And you've had
0: people. you've had a lot of big guests on there too, so that's I've cool. Been,
1: I've been fortunate to have uh, some, some good folks stop by: uh, yeah. Ed Beckley Jr., Ed Asner, Ted Lange, Isaac from the Love Boat. That's um, cool. Some big comedians: so Carol Baskin. Yeah, Carol. Carol Baskin. I, saw, I listened
0: to that one. That was funny.
1: The, my I started my podcast because I'm like I want to just have the conversations that I would be interested in hearing, and 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 learn the stories and things like that, and. And so that that was sort of the impetus of that and it sort of just evolved over time where it i had other ideas sure. if you listen to like some of the early episodes there were definitely like certain bits and only some of them remained through episode 73. you know some of them just fell off along the way and i have some reoccurring things that happen like nice. occasionally i like to showcase my friends who can do voices so oh, i'll have cool. call-ins i'll have random call-ins the phone will just start ringing that's so <laughs> that's awesome great. And so, you know, they, and then they'll, they'll do a little bit. And so um, I'll tell you what the one I'm doing for this week. Well, I shouldn't because then it won't happen. I, I never really talk about anything until it's like I have it in my hands. A hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, anytime I've ever mentioned something, it's it never worked. Yeah. That's the one that pops. And it's like, oh, man. That's Damn, I, 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 I talked about that on Tony's show. Jinxed it. Fuck. <laughs> I know. Right. So I'm pretty sure it, it'll happen. But um, anyway, so the thing about podcasting that everyone has to understand is you know i'm in these podcasting groups and some of them drive me nuts or they'll be like i'm thinking of starting a podcast what should i do a podcast about i'm like nothing you shouldn't do a podcast because if you have to ask that question that's right you're not going to do it so most podcasts end after seven episodes because people are like holy crap this is a lot more work than i thought this was going to be for no pay yeah for no pay and just because uh um it's fun. So, you know, to get to episode 73, then I'm in and you've done many, 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 even crossing the streams is that episode 42 we did last night. Yeah, that's crazy. And so it's a lot of work and the work goes into, you know, you figure it's an hour to edit or I'm sorry. It's like an hour to record. Yeah. I prep. I do sometimes hours of prep work which always makes me feel good when someone's like, Oh, you, you definitely, you know, or the guest will say, you definitely did your homework. Yeah. I'm like, you can hear like, and I leave some of that in sometimes. Cause they'll say during the interview, like Carol Baskin said that, she goes, Oh, I'm like, I'm not messing around. You know, if you're going to yeah. be here, you know, too many people are like, you know, don't have anything. I, I, I try to over prep and, and only use what I need to use and move and to move it along the way that's, I want it
0: to move along. Right. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah.
1: And so, you know, you should listen to how they talk on other podcasts. and get a feel for your comfort level with them and what they're used to and stuff like that and how much editing you're going to have to do.
0: Yeah, that's right. But, um, What do you use to edit? Do you just throw it in like Premiere Pro or Final Cut or something? Do I use, do
1: uh, I do a multi-track edit in Logic Pro, which is like a, a fancier garage band. Sure. I, when I bought the new computer I was like for 200 bucks you can get final Cut pro and uh, logic pro X and, or logic pro and I'm like sure okay Can't it's like
0: it's like the roadcaster 600 bucks sure yeah all right
1: so I I do the multi-track edit there right and then I export I bounce that out as a wave and then I do a final edit so the way I do my show is I do this is just the interview I'm talking about right so I do the that, uh, the multi-track edit of the interview, cut out all the weird stuff or the gl- anything yeah. glaring, and when I go, you know, that shit, <laughs> right. dog barking, all the main main things, and then I bounce that out as a wave file. And then I bring just the interview into Audacity, which is a free tool anyone sure. can use, and then Audacity is a lot easier at. If you go, uh, I'm. It's a lot easier to get rid of the ah. Uh, in Audacity, than in some of the other programs, because when you move it, it kind of then clips it and shortens the time. It does a little bit more work for you. Yeah. And so it's a little easier. And so I'll do that. And, and in an Audacity, the sound wave picks up a little bit of the irregularities that you can get rid of. That's so cool. I spent a lot of time because here's the other thing, which we didn't talk about, but when you talked about earlier, good back, good podcasts or bad podcasts. The difference between a good podcast, regardless of the literal content, content should be good, but that aside for a second, if it sounds like crap, nobody's gonna listen to your podcast. They'll listen right. to once and they'll turn it off. I was amazed, I won't say who, but I was listening to a huge podcast and the audio was just so horrible. So <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this. Anyway, so um
0: Yeah, quality's gotta much, be good.
1: I spend yeah. as much time as I can and I'm not like a huge soundboard guy but I, I put as much as i can into it and so i'll clean it up in audacity tighten it up get rid of all the "us" and the other i hate those and um and then i'll export that as you know tony b drop in and so now that's just ready to drop in and right. if you listen to my podcast the first six seven minutes i do uh i do the intro and i usually do a fake commercial and stuff like that yeah and then at that i record that weekend and then I just drop in, as the file name suggests, <laughs> the uh, interview.
0: Easy instructions. And
1: I, yeah. And then I go to the end of the interview and I go, wasn't that great? How great was Tony? Great? <laughs> and, uh, and then yeah. I'll do, like, I do a hashtag thing. I do a bit that I always do at the end of the show. And then I say, see you next week. And I have the outro. So when I'm recording every weekend, and then what I'll do is I'll do that drop in edit throughout mm-hmm. the week. Because, oh, you know, I there's a 35 minute interview. So I'll do like 10 minutes at a time you're there, sometimes a, long, a longer clip. And so I'll have that ready. And then on the weekend, I'll just have the, just the 10 minutes to re, new to record. Nice. Right. And then that's it. And then I export that as a giant file and
0: yeah. level it up. And, um, and yeah, and that's it. And yeah, I mean, it literally is, I mean, you do a lot of work, which is great, which is why your podcasts sound good. I mean, I've listened to a few of them. and you do video on your regular podcast, or is that just your stream? Crossing train. I
1: don't because I'm not, I didn't know how to edit video. And yeah, I it's easier to edit audio than it is to edit video. And oh, for it's sure. like, when you watch edited video, I hate when it's like this <laughs> because people yeah. move. It was interesting, like I learned early on. If you go to my YouTube channel, The Jeff Dewaskin Show, one of the, my favorite things I ever did at the very bottom is a, a video I made of my kids. It's called From Here I Can See There. And it's just like a three minute thing. I highly recommend it. It's actually, I know most people say like, look at my video, of my kids, yeah. but I promise you this one is actually good. I made it for a, uh, uh, when I worked at this company, we would always do presentations. And, and so one of the clips that people would always show was this guy, Eric, something, Eric W something he's blind, but he climbed Everest, right? So there would always oh, I did play, hear, yeah. I they'd play this five minute clip or something, you know, to motivate the group. And by the time it got to be my turn to do it, I was just so annoyed by that. I shot a mock version of that with my kids. <laughs> it was like my daughter's dream to climb the rock wall blindfold. Right. And then I tell you, if you'd never seen the other movie, you wouldn't know. I'm making fun of certain scenes in the movie. Right. And so that's what I played during that, that presentation. That's hilarious. And so, so, you know, so, but what I learned from that, because my kids couldn't do a full sentence or a string and they couldn't do it, you know, if it was multiple sentences. And I hate the edit where you're like this and then the, the head's like, you know, and a little different. bit over. Because even though you don't, it doesn't look like it, you're you're moving just a little. And on video, so I, what I've learned is just do this one sentence. And then I change the angle. And I say, now do this sentence. And then I change the angle, angle So it doesn't again. look
0: like there's rough cuts, yeah.
1: Right, so the angles save that. It doesn't have that same visual jarring effect of that, but you can't do that for a podcast. Right,
0: clever, so, clever boy.
1: If you were to just drop like the audio, sometimes I think I could just drop the audio. But I always right. think myself. I make my guests sound great, but I also sound my make myself
0: sound, sound better. Sound better, yeah. Well, that's the key. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Impossible Burger, trying to make it better than right. Real, my really? podcast
1: is the Impossible Burger <laughs> version
0: of uh, I me mean, same compared
1: thing. to the original version <laughs> right same thing
0: do you have um microsoft like windows or do you use mac what do you use i have macs have it's macs? funny
1: i have a my main mac that's wired in and i do all my interviews with something wired in yeah i'm wireless and yeah for sure I do, I do the rest of the podcast in my basement i have a second studio where i'm thinking of moving oh. the whole studio just to upstairs now that i've fully upgraded up here but
0: of course uh, and you got the roadcaster you're like a big pro with the soundboards now and stuff it's kind it's time uh, i think it's time it's
1: time but uh, the one downstairs i use it's my wife's laptop this goes to show you guys you don't need i mean that laptop's got to be 10 years old i had to buy a new battery for it but i can't unplug it because it'll drop from 100 to zero like in 20 minutes <laughs> like our power went out and i had to get out there it was actually the carol baskin episode so I don't know if you can tell if it sounds different or not i had i knew i had 30 minutes to to record that because the power went out but the beauty of a laptop is it's on battery right. so i plugged the mic directly and I, I just got rid of the board and i plugged the mic directly into the, the computer the laptop, yeah. and i recorded it right into audacity but i had to pre-plan i had to write out you know have everything ready to go yeah and then go and so it was like a race against the clock because I didn't want to miss my normal yeah. podcast Monday uh, Monday at midnight. So that was that was the only time. So part of me wants to kind of find an old episode that I like, record a hey if you're hearing this, it's because my power went out or there was an <laughs> emergency. And just have that sitting in drafts in Libsyn, right? Yeah. And so like at any time I can just go, all right, I'm going to schedule this one. Just because it's more important to have something come out, even if it's a repeat episode, than to just not have something come out, right? That's
0: right. Yeah. So, and um, the, the the reason I ask is because I'm, I'm a Mac user myself and I, uh, I'll even send you this link. I, I recommend you check it out if you're looking to uh, make your workflow a little bit easier. Because me, the only reason I do video is because I found this program called Ecamm. And I mean, that's what I'm using now. And, uh, what's cool about it is it'll, especially since you have the roadcast, like I do, you put everything on multi-channel and I just, I press record, uh, as soon as you hop on. And then again, I could do overlays, transitions, or just keep it blank. And then when I press end record, you can set it to where it fades to black. It saves in a folder of your choosing. I do a, a hard drive and I have the video file. It automatically saves that, but then also saves every single channel two. Literally all I do, like the second we get done, I'm going to pull this into Premiere Pro. I'm going to add my intro, um, which is, you know, just introducing you, telling you about your background and then my intro music. And then I'll add the video file that we just did. I probably won't even edit it uh, because you're just such a pro. I don't have to. Once I get done with that, that's it. And I upload that right to YouTube and I put that on my, my as So there's no editing involved because if you really wanted to, you can and I'll leave the link for everybody listening too if you want to do it, but like you can even add your intro, which I do if you watch my YouTube channel uh, where it has my signature and intro and stuff like that. I just press that here and then I start talking, it switches to a scene, I press end, that's the whole file. I don't need to edit it, I put it to YouTube, that's it. It has allowed me to do from, I was doing like one or two episodes a week to now I can do five, six, seven in a week and I'll do them all at once, and I'll save them. Like you said, I'll throw it in drafts, and then every week I just pre, you know, press publish. And that way it just kind of helps me not – because it, it is kind of challenging, right, because of the pressure of doing a podcast. And the, the one thing I realized was there was so much time to edit, and my wife was busting my balls because I was spending an hour on the show and then two, three, four hours post. And then the next day she asked me, she's like, hey – what, what do you want to do tonight? I was like, I got to finish this podcast. She's like, well, you spent like three hours and I was like, yeah, but I got to take out this. I got to do this. I got to do, I got to add my intro. And there's just so much work involved. So this has really helped my workflow a lot. And it was a really cool, but it's only for Mac users. So I I got a Mac a couple of years ago, strictly for that.
1: There's another online program you might want to just check out if you want. It's called uh, Descript, I think. Oh, I haven't heard and, of it. And uh, it actually, you can edit video. Like literally you could say, you could say, you could say, you could say, and then you could go to that part of the video and take out the second two you can say's and then it'll just recreate the video without, it'll remove it.
0: Really? Like Through a drag and drop, yeah. Oh, that's pretty sick. There's so much shit out there. It's gotten more and more, like I even use Headliner for a few things, which is pretty cool. That's a cool app where you can just upload it, uh, photos and, and uh, audio clips and kind of create like little clips on Instagram. But it is a lot of work. I, I did realize that. And I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, after about a year Uh, doing a podcast I got a couple sponsors that obviously won't you know pay my mortgage but it's kind of cool to have that you know incremental income because then I could take that and I've upgraded my equipment and again I went from I think it was an iPhone 6 I had at the time with that cord recording to voice memo saving the mp3 uploading that and that was like episode one to episode like 20 and then I was like oh let me get a let me let me upgrade let me do an audio technica mic and that was like 35 bucks that was like a big deal for me and then, and I was like, all right, this is cool. And then after about hundred episodes, and I'm like, all right, let me get the roadcaster, let me get the road mics, let me, let me upgrade the studio. And and uh, you know, you just, you don't want to spend a lot of money. Very similar to if you know, you don't work out a lot, don't go out and buy a shit ton of equipment and a lot of weights and get the most expensive gym membership. If you've never worked out before, start small see if you're actually going to commit to working out and then slowly upgrade. And that's kind of what I did with the podcast because it does a lot of work and you're not getting paid initially. You might never get paid. You might not get one single dime. You got to kind of do it because you like to do it. And it's, you know, uh, it's a passion of yours and it's a hobby and uh, you just enjoy talking to people.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. I, I followed the same kind of trajectory of, of upgrading as you did. And it gets to the point where it's like, oh no, people are actually listening. so You actually have to up your game. Right. you have right you have to make it better because if you know if people come in, <laughs> it needs to sound good you know yeah. with the Rodecaster, I was like I'm always paranoid that my computer would die during an interview and you'd lose it yeah. and with the Rodecaster, though now you can I can record it I may never use it, but i I can record it while it's going and it's actually better than any of the services because it's recording immediate yeah. so I have it
0: on the you know, SD card it, yeah.
1: Yeah, with Zoom, I have like the free one. So it's like if it were to die, it's not being recorded on the cloud. Yeah, Yeah, because
0: was it like an hour, over an hour it cancels or something? No, it's just when you're done, it just starts to download.
1: So if something were, if the power to go out during that download, you'd lose it. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, in the way Murphy's Law works or whatever, it's like, it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get Steve Martin and it's going to happen during (laughs) that interview. (laughs) And then no one's going to know that you actually interviewed him. Yeah, and even Nobody the, mow the lawn. They only mow the lawn the one fucking hour I'm actually interviewing. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious.
0: But I love the uh, the roadcaster in particular because there's so many like fail safes built in. Like I don't know if you got the power brick yet, but there's even a cord that you can attach where you can have a power brick. You know, you can either buy your own power brick or whatever, but I have one that's like six hours. So I always have that hooked up, but I also have the outlet hooked up. So literally if the power goes out in my entire house, the laptop will go down everything, but the road is going to be powered by the power brick. And that's like the third backup source of energy. So it's uh, it's kind of cool the way things have graduated so much. I mean, shit, it's, I, I think this just came out like a year ago, maybe two years ago I bought it. But right. to f- but see things you, graduate yeah. to it, it's...
1: So you can actually, with a the, with the phone hookup, you can actually record a phone call, right?
0: That's right. As a, like a separate line. You did that yeah. last night, no? But it, it was through fire... Fireside, fireside.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it occurred to me like I was like, oh, if someone only could call me. Yeah, I could do it now. I didn't really have a way to do it. before.
0: Well, I even thought about um, potentially setting up because I don't do a lot of live stuff, but I did it once with my mother, which was really fun. It was me and my wife on the podcast. I'll bring her in because I have the studio set up here. Right. That's usually if I have guests, but obviously because of the pandemic, I haven't had a lot of people in. But it was me and my wife, we were doing a podcast, just shooting the shit. And I was like, you know, let's, let's call my mom. I just got the roadcaster. I was excited. And you could do it through Bluetooth or just hook it up on, you know, the roadcaster itself. And we just called her and it was a separate line. And she came through just like a mic, perfectly clear on the phone. And you can either call somebody and you could do it that way. Or I even thought about going one step further, like we were talking about last night, is get like a Google number, you know, posting it on Facebook or Twitter and say, hey, if you guys want to be on the show, call in. And you know they could just call this number; it'll forward to your your cell phone. But you just create a fake number on Google, and you could like have a call on, you know show, and it'll just record directly uh, as a separate mic. So it's cool, man. And you know again, they're just they were the first ones I think to come out with this. Now Zoom came out with one that's kind of similar, a little bit more expensive. Uh, Zoom is a really good recorder uh, that I used to have as well, but uh, I can't I can't imagine what's gonna be in five years. I mean, this is super simple now. And It's just going to keep we,
1: growing. We talked about it. I was considering the Zoom, and I was just yeah. like, for a hundred bucks more, why don't I just get the Cadillac? And like, yeah. it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Like for yeah. four fifty versus six hundred, it's yeah. like, when you're going to have it for a long time, that's that's yeah. really not. It's splitting hairs at that point.
0: That's right. Uh, and you know, again, as long as you like to do it, that's the key.
1: Yeah, you got to be in it. You got to. You got really be. In it. <laughs> I am. I, I love it. It's like.
0: Uh, it's cool. But uh, listen, man, I know we said 20 minutes. I think we're going on like over uh, over 50. So uh, (laughs) but
1: I'm I'm cursed with being a joy to talk to. That's exactly what it
0: is. Yeah. yeah. And usually most of my podcasts aren't more than uh, or excuse me, aren't less than 40 minutes anyway, because I like to talk a lot as well. So uh, I'd love to have you back on the show. We'll shoot the shit some more. But um, this was fun. It was a good time to, to talk on International Podcast Day. But hashtag International Podcast Day. That's the key.
1: Yeah, Stan hashtag podcast day. Go <laughs> make right. it happen, Pony, dude.
0: All right, brother. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. All right, dude. Talk later.